0: Well, praise the Lord. This is Pastor Jerry coming to you with the Word of God once again. Again, it is always an honor, always a privilege to bring you the Word of God. We're just thankful that you're connecting with us, whether you're watching by video, whether you're listening by podcast. Either way, we're just thankful and grateful, praise God, that you are connecting with us. So with that said, we're going to go into the Gospel of John. Amen? The Gospel of John, chapter 6, is where we're going to start today. John in chapter 6. And what we got going on in context is uh, Jesus is ministering to His disciples about some things. Of course, said a few things that kind I mean, of, for some, for some of them, it kind of rubbed them wrong a little bit. For some, it stretched them a little bit, praise God. But it says this in verse 66, it says, From that time many of His disciples went back and walked with Him no more. Then Jesus said to the twelve, Do you also want to go away? But Simon Peter answered him, saying, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life, and we have come to believe and know that you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Praise God. Good answer, Peter. Praise God. Those are one of them times Peter got maybe the pat on the back for a good answer. Amen? But let's go back up here to verse 66, and it says this. From that time, many of his disciples went away and walked with him no more. Obviously, Um, you know, it wasn't that Jesus said anything wrong, it's just that said something they didn't want to hear, and that's usually what ends up happening in these kind of situations. So he ends up saying some things, and it kind of, you know, basically challenges them where they're at, stretches them a little bit, maybe a little bit, something said that uh, maybe they didn't understand, but the bottom line is, basically they said, you know, we didn't sign on for, sign up for this, okay, this is not what we signed on for, and of course, Jesus you know, talks a little bit. He says, you know, you know, what does this offend you? You know, are you getting offended over this thing and basically said a few more words and basically said this. This is what you signed up for. Amen. And uh, I'm just going to today talk a little bit about remaining true uh, as a child of God, you know, with your God and, and who you are as a child of God. And so it says here that they uh, after they after he said that, he said that they uh, went back and walked with him no more. All right, so let's look at a couple of other translations here. I'm going to look at uh, maybe the Amplified just said it this way, and they drew back, it said. uh, It said here they returned to their old associations, okay, and no longer accompanied him. In other words, they turned back to what was comfortable, turned back to maybe the path of least resistance. You know, when you're serving God, there's no doubt there's times that you're going to be challenged times that you're going to be stretched, times that maybe something gets said that maybe just goes cross grain with your head a little bit. No doubt about it. We've all been there. We've all had that happen. Uh, But obviously this here, uh, you know, was enough to make them, uh, you know, tuck tail and run. Now, obviously um, the temptation is always there as a child of God, because as you're growing, especially when you determine in your heart that you're going to grow, that you're going to be different, you're going to uh, be all that you're called to be, you know, fulfill your callings and your giftings and uh, walk in the anointings that you're designed to walk in, praise God, all kinds of things that are available as a child of God. But in order for the, to walk in the fullness of that, you got to be willing to grow and to mature and, uh, uh, you know, to develop, praise God. Now, with that said, there's always going to be things said uh, that are going to maybe stretch you a little bit, going to challenge you where you're at in your walk, you know, one brother likes to say it this way. Sometimes you get your toes stepped on. That happens. It happens. But don't worry. They do heal. Praise God. Uh, and it's always a benefit to keep growing. Amen. There's nothing wrong with stretching. No, Nothing wrong with uh, making adjustments and changes in your life. Because in the end, it, it pays great dividends. All right? So it says here in the Amplified, they drew back and returned to their old associations. All right? No longer accompanying him. The uh, Passion Translation says it this way, uh, that they turn their backs on Jesus. That's how it words it in there. They turn their backs on Jesus and refuse to be associated with Him. That's kind of pretty strong, isn't it? Well, uh, last week we did touch on some things about, you know, not being those who draw back, pull back, look back, you know. We're called to move forward, press forward, uh, never in reverse, amen. We're always called to move forward, praise God, uh, you know, it's a go-ye gospel, praise the Lord. Amen. And so, anyway, the bottom line is, uh, this, uh, this group here turned their backs on Him. Uh, the New Living Translation says it this way, at this point, many of His disciples turned away and deserted Him. Turned away and deserted Him. Praise God. That's what it says in that translation. Now, as I said earlier, a lot of times, Um, you know, when you kind of look at this, basically what it, uh, you know, it's saying is that we didn't sign up for all this. I mean, we signed up, we wanted some great things. We wanted, we saw some things happening. We wanted to be a part of this and a part of that. Um, You know, when you start seeing signs and wonders and you start seeing, uh, you know, breakthroughs and miracles and things, it's real easy to jump on board. But what happens when, uh, you know, now it's, you're being stretched. Maybe you're not seeing all uh, you know, the, uh, the frills and the fancies right off the bat here. Maybe now all of a sudden, what's happening now, there's a the work going on inside. Instead of everything out here, it might be something in here. So you're going to get stretched a little bit. You're going to get challenged on your belief system, challenged on, uh, you know, how you view things, challenged on, uh, you know, how you're walking, how you're talking, all kinds of things like that. There's no doubt about it. If you're going to grow, these things are going to happen. And so you have to make a decision, all right, that I'm in this for the long haul, praise God. I ain't here uh, to back up. I ain't here to uh, pull out. I ain't here to just go halfway, praise God. I'm here uh, for the long haul, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I always tell people this when they're thinking about quitting, thinking about pulling out. Sometimes you got to stop and remember why you started. Okay, when you're thinking about quitting, remember why you started, all right? Don't lose sight of that, all right? There's a reason you jumped into the things of God, amen? There was a reason you decided, I'm going to choose Jesus and go after all that He has for me, praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. In verse 67, He said this after the the disciples. Now, uh, maybe I should say this before I go further, um, because you're going to notice that the 12 are still sitting there. So somebody said, well, how many disciples did he have? Well, we know in one reference he had at least 70 disciples. You know, when we talk, scriptures talk about him sending them out two by two. We even know, uh, you know, in the upper room, um, uh, after he ascended, there was 120 in the upper room. We know that, uh, you know, even when he was raised from the dead, he he appeared to over 500, it said. So were those all disciples? I don't know. Uh, but all I know is uh, there was more than 12 and obviously, all but the twelve got up and walked off here. So now we see in verse 67 where it says, Jesus said to the twelve, Do you also want to go away? Do you also want to go away? Now that's what it says in the New King James. The Old King James brings it out. Will you also go away? And sometimes we have to stop and think that's you know, probably still a valid question uh, you know, to you and me. Are, are we in it for the long haul or are we all, do we want to, you know, are we going to leave too? Are we going to go too? Will you also go away or do you also want to go away? I think it was a valid question then. Um, you, can, you can bet that they probably had a question mark or two kind of in their face when, uh, you know, the, the rest of them all got up, and started walking off, you know, um, you know, even when Paul or pardon me, when Simon Peter said this, he said, Lord, to whom shall we go? He's asking the question, uh, you know, you have the words of eternal life and, uh, you know, you're the Christ, the son of a living God. Now, he had the right answer, but he did say, Lord, to whom shall we go? That's a question. So the bottom line was there might have been a question mark there, right, in his heart, you know, you know, you know what's going on, what's happening? You know, he might have thought, you know, if I leave here, where am I going to go? Now, obviously, the, the original 12, you know, they probably had a little bit more of a, a commitment. Um, you know, they probably uh, laid aside more, you know, than the rest of them probably did. Uh, but you know as well as I do, okay, that this 12 also, by the end of the book, okay, also are betraying Jesus, also tucktailing and running a little bit because the pressure's on. Okay, so to me, this is always still a valid question, whether we're talking, you know, a couple thousand years ago with the boys here, or whether it's talking about you or me right now where we're at, amen. We have to kind of settle some things. Are we going to go away? Are we in it for the long haul? Amen. The, the Scripture tells us in Revelations, in um, chapter 17 of Revelations, verse 14, and it says this in, at the end of the verse, it says, and those who are with Him, okay, those who are with Him are called, chosen, and faithful, those who are with him, all right, those who are with him. Because it said this in verse uh, 66, it uh, says that they walked with him no more, all right. So, you know, those who are with him, all right, are called, chosen, and faithful, it says. Called and chosen and faithful. Now, everybody, you know, all these disciples that were there were all called, okay, you're you're called, I'm called, all right. We all have a, you know, the the bidding from God, a calling from God. Amen. And and we also know that that maybe even though many are called, not, you know, there's few that are chosen. So chosen maybe makes more of a maybe a step up, so to speak. It really refers to those being favored. Okay. So there are those, you know, maybe with certain kind of giftings, maybe, you know, five-fold ministry or leadership or whatever. You know, we can go on and on with that. But then it said, and faithful, which is kind of a key word for us today, all right? And to me, this is what determines whether we're in it for the long haul. Are we a faithful people or not, all right? And again, the question is asked, you know, will you also go away? Will you also go away? Or New King James, do you also want to go away? And as I said earlier, you know, it's still a valid question to us here today. We're in a society where... You know, we got truce breakers, uh, we got, uh, uh, you know, we got people that are, uh, you know, turning their back and running on, from others, there are people that are not, you know, staying loyal, they're, they're, you know, unlawful, I mean, it's just crazy what goes on out there, people with uh, maybe even, in a sense, uh, uh, traitors in a lot of ways, there's a lot of that going on right now in our society. And, you know, covenant breakers, as Scripture calls them, or truce breakers. And it's all over. It's rampant in our society. And so, to me, it's still a valid question to you and me. You know, are we going to stay with Him, all right? Or are we also going to leave? Are we also going to go away, all right? So that's the question we're asking you today. Uh, Are you in this for the long haul? Amen. See, it doesn't matter how you got started, really. I mean... Uh, maybe that's a harsh way of saying it. I know that, you know, we all probably had some kind of a glorious beginning. Um, you know, some of us had just, you know, a great, uh, you know, miraculous thing when you got saved and had a whole, you know, thing happen and it transformed your life maybe immediately. And uh, man, next thing you know, praise God, life is different. And, and, and we rejoice in that. And uh, for many of us, that's, you know, had the kind of, you know, the testimony you had, Mine was kind of boring, uh, but it did stick, praise God. Uh, But the bottom line is it really doesn't matter so much how you got started. What matters is how you're going to finish this thing. All right. Now, as I brought that reference out in Revelation 17, you know, those who are with him are called, are chosen, and are faithful. All right. So let's define faithful right now. The word faithful... Uh, is defined as trustworthy, uh, trustful, sure, true, or true-hearted, which is kind of a key word, true-hearted, or literally means true to what's believed, true to what's believed. See, there's a lot of people believe certain things, but they're not necessarily true to it, all right? There's a lot of people that say, well, I believe in marriage, but... There's 50% of marriages out there end up in divorce. So, you know, when you asked them early on, do you believe in marriage, they say, well, we believe in marriage, and uh, obviously they weren't true to it, all right? No, no condemnation. It's just you have to take a look at what we're talking about here. When he says being faithful, it means being true to what you believe. See, A lot of people say they believe in things, okay? They believe in mercy, but when the pressure's on, maybe not so merciful. Are you seeing what I'm saying? They believe in, uh, you know, in church, okay, but they're not true to it. They don't continue with it. All right, they might believe in the word of God or prayer, something like that, but yet they don't continue in the word of God or continue prayer. So they're not true to it. Okay, uh, could be they believe in serving others and believe in giving. Uh, there's all kinds of things you can go on down the line. Okay, they believe in honor. I mean, there's all things that are very. Very much things you should believe in. But how many know it's not just whether or not you say you believe in something? Are you true to it? All right? Are you going to remain there? Or are you, when the pressure's on, going to tuck tail and run? All right? Now, again, the same. I'm not trying to put a heavy on anybody. My heart, really, today is just to uh, challenge you in the area of your walk. Are you going to remain as a faithful one? Praise God. Because those who are with Him, are called, chosen, and faithful, praise God. So again, back to this definition, all right? Trustworthy, trustful, sure, true, true-hearted, or true to what's believed. But it speaks of things like loyalty, all right? Loyalty, devotion, dedication, all right? Being reliable or dependable. These are also some synonyms to, these, uh, to this word here think about this loyal now the word says in 2 Chronicles 16, 16:9 that the eyes of the lord go on to and fro upon the whole earth looking uh, for those who have a heart that's loyal toward him all right cuz he wants to sh- the word says he wants to show himself strong to those who have a heart that's loyal toward him all right now that word loyal is referring to the same thing okay he's talking about that are true amen that are faithful that are committed to this that are locked onto this, praise God. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, it also means devotion. This word faithful again means devotion, to be devoted. And I think about this when I hear that word. You know, um, when, you're, when you're diving into the things of God, it's a wonderful thing to have right doctrine, okay? It, uh, you know, to have good doctrine, all right? Uh, but, you know, you're going to be challenged on your doctrine all the time, Okay? The idea is not only just to try to have good doctrine, but it's more about, to me, it's more about devotion, okay? Because if you stay devoted to God, amen, your doctrine as you grow in the Lord can be adjusted, changed, you know, growing, developing, praise God, amen. That doesn't mean that you, you know, you back up on your convictions. It just means that praise God as you grow, you know, you, you learn things, all right? But the key is devotion, and really, if you stop and you go back to the story here, those those disciples were okay with, in a sense, with you know having right doctrine until something was said that went cross grain with their head. Now all of a sudden they book it. Okay, well if you had had some devotion here, you would have settled down. All right, you would have just kind of you know settled in there a little bit and waited, chewed on it a while. Amen, because sometimes you're going to have things said to you that are going to make, make your eyes go cross-eyed. Are you hearing me? Because something is challenging where you're at, all right? You might have your whole life thought this, and now all of a sudden the Lord's trying to show you to see it this way, whole different way. And I know I've said that earlier, but I'm just saying it again. It happens all the time. But see, if you have devotion, if you have a loyalty, if you're faithful... He can challenge you all day long on where you're at in your walk. And you're not going to tuck tail and run. You're just going to, you know, even if it says something that, man, you're just not so sure about, you're more apt just to kind of sit back a little bit and chew on it a while. Amen. Till it becomes a revelation to you. Are you still with me? All right. With that said, let's look a little bit about this thing about being faithful. So let's go to the book of Proverbs, please. Book of Proverbs. And I'm going to go to chapter 20 book of proverbs and look at verse six of proverbs all right praise the lord hallelujah and verse six says this most men will proclaim each his own goodness in other words they're going to do a lot of talking they might boast or brag or talk about uh you know who they are and what they've done and all that kind of stuff. Most men will proclaim each his own goodness and, uh, you know, what he's done, you know, all that. But who can find a faithful man? All right. So there's a lot of people out there talking about it, but not very many of them that are actually walking it. All right. And that's what he's talking about here. See, it's one thing. Praise God. And I just want to bring this out. It's one thing to be a man of faith, and it's another thing to be a faithful man. Okay. Now you're hoping to be it to be the same or one and the same, but in all honesty, you can have faith and believe God for certain things, but not be faithful, not be true to certain things. All right. That's why I was saying earlier, it's good to have good doctrine, but it's more about having good devotion. Amen. And if you get the devotion part down, praise God, He can adjust your doctrine all day long, and you're okay. All right. The point is this. Okay. You can be a man of faith. You know, you could be growing in certain things and learning a few things and have faith towards certain things, all right? But it's one thing to be a man of faith and another thing to be a faithful man, all right? And that means true to things, all right? And that's like what I said earlier. You know, you may have all kinds of of certain doctrines, things you believe, but are you true to it, all right? That's the key, all right? Are you going to remain true to it? Got a lot of people say they believe in giving, they believe in sowing, they believe even, some people believe in tithing, praise the Lord. Amen, and they should, but not very many people are true to it, all right? And that's the difference, all right? Uh, you know, lot we can go on down the, the line with all kinds of doctrines, all kinds of uh, things the Word of God has to say. You know, as I said, they can have all kinds of belief system wrapped around uh, things like, uh, you know, marriage, as I said earlier, okay? But it takes the right people to be true to it all right because you know just like uh, just like you walk in god your marriage is going to be challenged sometimes on a daily basis you know there's certain things as two people are learning to grow together and and uh, you know develop their uh, not only their their walk hopefully their walk in god you know but uh, the idea is that uh, you're also developing as one coming two individuals coming together as one and that becomes challenging at times especially when all of a sudden there's all kinds of other pressures coming on. All right, you know, and raising kids and all on, on down the line, uh, you know, your financial uh, things, uh, you know, housing and, and bills that got to get paid. And we can just go on and on and on that, all kinds of things. And I'm not trying to bring this up to depress you. I'm just saying that your marriage gets challenged all the time uh, with things uh, and all kinds of forces trying to, you know, trying to push against it. Well, if you're faithful, it's not going to knock you off that. But if you're, you know, you're just, uh, uh, you know, think it's just a good idea, come on now. And pretty soon it, it takes enough, enough things to kick you in the shins, and next thing you know, you're, you're out the door, all right? Now, again, I'm kind of getting on it a little bit with some things, but the idea is this, you know, are you in it for the long haul? Or is it just a good idea? Now, again, back to our walk with God. You know, Are you in it for the long haul? Or is it just a good idea for the moment? All right? Come on now. Let's look at another verse here in Proverbs. All right? Let's go to uh, Proverbs 25. All right? Praise the Lord. Proverbs 25. And uh, verse uh, 19. It says this. Confidence or security or hope in an unfaithful man... In time of trouble or time of pressure, okay, is like a bad tooth and a foot out of joint. Now that doesn't sound like a very good verse. It's probably not like one of those refrigerator verses. You know what I'm saying? But what it is, though, it's just trying to bring it out. It's hard to trust in somebody that's not uh, that's not faithful. Okay, they're not they're not committed to something. They're not loyal. Okay. So then it says it's almost like, you know, walking around with a bad tooth or a foot out of joint, okay? And there ain't nothing pleasant about either one of them things, all right? Uh, you know, so uh, most of us, at least somewhere along the line, have had experience, you know, maybe uh, a tooth problem or some kind of thing. There ain't nothing about that that's fun. It's pretty annoying all the time, all right, until you either get it fixed or get the breakthrough, whatever. Uh, foot out of joint. I've never had necessarily a foot out of joint, but I have had a broken foot. I uh, have had an elbow, or pardon me, a shoulder that was out of joint, and there ain't nothing about any of those things that are pleasant, praise God. So the point is this, okay? He says this, putting confidence in somebody that's not faithful, okay, that's unfaithful, okay? is no different than walking around with a, you know, a, a sore uh, tooth or a, a foot out of joint. See what I'm saying? That's, there ain't nothing about that that's pleasant, okay? So it's just showing you again the importance of being faithful, all right? Praise God, Hallelujah! As one uh, guy said, he said anybody can say they're anybody can say they're faithful until the pressure's on. That's when we're really going to find it out. It's like uh, it's like submission, you know. Uh, it's one of them words that a lot of times you know uh, people don't necessarily want to hear much talk about it, uh, but there is power in it. And the thing is, this uh, somebody says, well, they can come up all day long, and say, Pastor, I'm 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 submitted to you. You know, uh, I'm I'm. You're my pastor, and, and I'm submitted, and, and, you know, grow me up, you know. Well, that's fine. That all sounds wonderful, okay, but we're, we're not going to find out about whether you're truly submitted to that until the pressure's on, until I say something that maybe doesn't set right with you, or I ask you maybe to help me do something that maybe you, you know, don't want to do. You see what I'm saying? So when the pressure's on is when we're going to find out where you really stand with these things just like those disciples, okay, they all said they're with him, especially in all the good times, okay, they're all sitting around, you know, uh, well, you know, we don't, I just get a, maybe a picture of them all sitting around the fire, so to speak, talking, and he's sharing with them and and ministering to them, and it all sounds wonderful, and especially when, you know, they just got off maybe a day of signs and wonders and miracles, but now all of a sudden he's talking to them about things that, man, it's, it's taking them a little higher and stretching them real good, and And pretty soon, see what it is. The pressure's on now, okay? Are you still still in this? And like I said earlier, you know, sometimes they'll say, you know, I didn't sign up for this. Well, actually you did. It's just whether or not you're going to stick to it or not, all right? So anyway, let's look at another. Let's go to Psalms this time. Psalms 101. Psalms 101, please. Praise the Lord. Hope you got an ear to hear today. Amen. Psalms 101, please, and uh, let's go down here to verse 6, and it says this, that my eyes shall be on the faithful of the land, I love that, my eyes shall be on the faithful of the land, that they may dwell with me, I love that, he who walks in a perfect or complete or blameless way, literally we could say even in a faithful way, he shall serve me, all right? So look at this. Now, my eyes shall be on the faithful of the land. You know, I was saying earlier, you know, the eyes of the Lord are, are out there looking for the loyal heart, right, all right, because he wants to show himself strong, amen, but it says he's got to find that loyal heart. He got to find that faithful one, that, that dedicated, committed one, praise God, amen. Here, it says this, that my eyes shall be on the faithful of the land, here we go, that they may, here we go, dwell with me, all right, praise God. Now, Maybe what we should do here, let's take a look at maybe some of the benefits we could of just being faithful. You know, I said earlier, um, you know, it's a challenge, you know, to uh, keep growing, keep maturing. But there's always a benefit to it. There's always a, uh, you know, there's always a a, a great return. If you are willing to just stay with it, keep maturing, keep growing. Amen. Let the Lord Stretch you. Let the Lord grow you up, praise God. And if you'll do that, amen, it pays great dividends. Now here it says, a promise in this verse says that they may dwell with me. Now that word dwell, okay, is talking about remaining or continuing. Literally uses words like to inhabit. Okay, talking about a habitation. It literally means to sit down quietly. So it's talking about an intimate time, okay, an intimacy with God, okay, is what it's dealing with. It's taking up residence in God, all right, in that secret place, okay? And really, God is looking, amen, to, uh, you know, to uh, really, in a sense, uh, become intimate with you, all right? Now, God's looking for the faithful, all right? He's looking for the one that's not playing games, the one that's in it for the long haul, praise God. And there's promises, as I said here, the promise uh, really to continue inhabit, praise God, sit down quietly, amen, talking about being intimate within, praise God. But in other words, praise God, residing within Him, praise God. It's a, it's a wonderful place to be, amen. That's where we all want to be, praise God. That's where all the good stuff is, all right? Praise God. Let's look at another reference in Psalms again. Psalms 31 now. Psalms 31, praise the Lord. Psalms 31, and again, let's go down here to verse 23. Let's do that, Psalms 31 in verse 23. It says, "Oh, love the Lord, all you his saints, okay, for the Lord, here we go, preserves the faithful and fully repays uh, the proud persons, in other words, there's a recompense, whether you're going to be proud or whether you're going to submit yourself to God. Now, which which do you want? Well, I'd rather have the one, I'd rather have the results coming from submitting myself to God or being faithful to God here. And it says that those that, that are uh, faithful, all right, it says the Lord will preserve them. Okay, what does that mean? Well, let's just define it. It means to, uh, pre. the word preserve means to cover over, to guard, protect Maintain or to watch over. All right? So the faithful, amen, got the promise, amen, of not only residing within him, but has the promise of being uh, preserved, amen, or watched over, praise God. Boy, I've seen this thing time and time again with those that you know that are faithful. Those faithful ones, it's amazing how God always has their back, praise God. Things that go on and happen, and it always seems like God is showing himself strong on their behalf, praise God. I've seen it in my own life. I've seen it in many of the lives of the people that I know over the years. There's many people in in my own congregation that I have been around for over 30 years, All right, who are true, who are committed to this. Amen. Faithful to the core, praise God. And God has shown himself strong on their behalf, has watched over them, praise God. It has been a, a treat to watch that in their life. Praise God. But it's because, or one of the reasons I should say, because they are faithful. Praise God. Let's uh, let's go back to Proverbs again. This time to chapter 28. Actually, Proverbs 28 here, this reference here is, uh, I love this one. This is one of my uh, kind of one of those daily references that you look at. Uh, or at least for me, maybe one of those that I kind of keep in my uh, my prayer time, because standing on it, because it's a good promise. Uh, Proverbs 28, verse 20 says, A faithful man will abound with blessings. Okay, and that means prosperity. Okay, it means favor. Okay, the advantage, um, success. Okay, all that kind of fits into that word blessing. All right. It says, But he who hastens to be rich will not go unpunished. And all that means is the word hastening to be rich is they're they're out there for the easy road, the shortcut. Okay. And that's not what we're called to do. The word is true or, you know, concerning the promises, especially in the area of giving and being faithful in these kind of areas, you know, service. We can go on and on different areas uh, of your giving. Uh, The bottom line is it's just, it's just better to be faithful. Just stay with it. Okay. Stop always looking for the, the, you know, the, the, the path of least resistance all the time. Stop looking for the easy road all the time. All right? Just stay faithful. Just stay, keep doing, stay committed to things, praise God. If you do that, you'll walk in the blessing, praise God. Amen. Now, you know, a lot of the blessing, courses is listed in places like uh, Deuteronomy 28, you know. And, uh, you know, it's just, you know, the bottom line is just stay with it. You know, in that text, it talks about, you know, hearing and following when he leads, praise the Lord. But you got to be You gotta be faithful if you're gonna do that, all right? Because not everybody necessarily follows, okay, when he leads, okay? But this reference here gives you a promise, amen, that you'll walk in the blessing if you just stay faithful, praise God. And believe me, it's true, it's accurate, amen. It is definitely a promise, amen. But it means, again, the blessing, benefits, advantage, to be favored. Uh, It even means to be set on high for success. I like that, it's kinda cool. Set on high for success in other words god's lifting you up amen seeing to it amen that you will walk in success praise god the faithful man will walk in success praise god that's true hallelujah let's look at now in the new covenant let's go back to the new covenant this time i want to go to first corinthians praise the lord first corinthians chapter four is what we'll do here first corinthians chapter 4 and it just says this in verse 1 and 2 it says let a man so consider us as servants of christ of course this is paul talking to the church of corinth here and he says uh, as servants of christ and stewards he's calling himself a steward okay okay of the mysteries okay of god of the mysteries okay so uncovering mysteries here's talking about secret things what's referring to moreover all right verse 2 it is required in stewards that one be found faithful in other words if you want to be the one uh, being a, a steward of the mysteries of God in this text he's talking about the mysteries of God the the secret things those uh, hidden things the scripture also refers to Paul in fact earlier in the book he calls it the hidden things of God the the mysteries, those 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 secret things that God has, amen, to share with you. Amen. If you wanna be one, amen, who God will entrust, come on now, with the mysteries, with with those hidden things, those secrets uh, from heaven, pra- praise God. If you wanna be a steward of that, then you're gonna to have to be a faithful one. Okay? You can't be up and down, you gotta be gotta be committed to this thing. You gotta be loyal. Amen. You gotta have. Uh, you know, they have this dedication, amen, this commitment toward God. If you stay with that, the Word says you become a steward, amen, of the mysteries of God, amen. Again, uh, it's just talking about, you know, the hidden things, those, those deep things, those secret things of God, praise God. To me, I could just say it this way. You want to walk in Revelation? Stay faithful. Amen. You'll walk in Revelation. Amen. There's a lot of folks that that want to, you know, see the Scriptures when they when they open up the Word. They want to be able to see it, man, see it unfold in front of them. Everybody wants that when they open up the book, but uh, the only way it's going to happen for you is you got to stay faithful with it. Amen? Stay with it. Stick with it, praise God. As you do that, it begins to unfold. I remember early on in my walk, um, for me... Um, what I started to do, I kind of felt in my heart, was to begin to memorize some some uh, key verses, things that spoke to me a little bit. Uh, I was kind of you know new with this and trying to uh, trying to learn and grow all I could. So I just began to memorize uh, verses, and, and every day the Spirit of God would kind of give me another verse, and I. I'd I'd learn a new one, and I'd quote the other ones, and then quote the new one, and I kind of did that, and I got up to just literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of verses that I did every day, okay? And now at first, you you know, you're just, in a sense, just memorizing verses. Well, all of a sudden, you just stay with that and stick with that, and every day, stay committed to that. And pretty soon, all of a sudden, it began to open up. All of a sudden, it's like the light bulb you know, was, was clicked on, you know, uh, the little idea light bulb, you know, uh, you know, the, you know the, the elevator went all the way to the top, so to speak. The bats flew out of the belfry, praise God, all of a sudden now you're seeing things that you didn't see before. Well, what's going on? Well, it's called things being revealed, okay? The word reveal literally means to pull back the cover of, to expose it so you can see it. Well, what are you seeing? Well, you're seeing those hidden things, those secret things. Amen. Those deep things of God. Amen. The more you begin to do that, the more that opens up to you. And all of a sudden, the Word becomes alive. Amen. Now, the Word was always alive. Don't get me wrong. But but when you stayed faithful to it, stuck with it, praise God, all of a sudden, you begin to see things you never saw before. And now, all of a sudden, the joy, amen, that comes uh, every time you open the Word. Amen. Because you're you choose to be faithful with it. Amen. Same thing about prayer. About your time with God, you stay faithful to that, stay true to that. You know, you may say, "I wish God would talk to me." Well, stay faithful with that. Do that every day, and pretty soon, all of a sudden, your, your ear gets a little bit more, a uh, little bit more, uh, you know, locked on to the voice of God. Pretty soon, it becomes a little bit more in tune. Pretty soon, you're hearing God on a daily basis. He's showing you things and revealing things. Amen. Uh, giving showing you pictures of, of maybe things ahead or or s- speaking things to you personally uh things about your day uh you know s- uh, says things to you maybe even gives you a reference to to begin to meditate on there's things that begin just open up how does that happen well everybody wants it to happen first time they pray but you know as well as i do that's probably not the case you're just you're what you're doing now is setting a standard, so to speak, in your life to begin uh, to create a habit of prayer, a habit of word time, a habit of, you know, whatever it is in the things of God that you're working towards. And the more you begin to do that, the more these things begin to unfold. All of a sudden, you're seeing things you never saw before. Amen. All because you choose to be a faithful steward, it says in this reference. Amen. Hallelujah. Just stick with it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, let's look at another one. Let's go to Luke, chapter 16, please. Luke 16. And uh, let's see here. Luke 16. I think I want to go to verse 10. That looks right. Kind of kind of jumping into a whole uh, parable here that Jesus was talking. But he said this. He who is faithful. I mean, Luke 16, 10. He who is faithful in what is least is faithful also in much. And he who is unjust in what is least is unjust also in much. Now, you can take that down about any road in the area of your walk with God. You know, everybody wants to have, you know, committed to them the big things, the great things, the huge things. But he says, listen, if you can't be even be faithful in the little things, how do you expect to receive the big things? So, if you want to receive the big things in God, want to walk in the big things, you want to experience the big things, and we can go on and on and on. Okay, if you want to see that, you got to be faithful. Okay, remember now, true to it, committed to it, dedicated to it. Come on now, loyal. Come on, you got to be true. You got to be faithful in what is least. Amen. And it says that you will then also be faithful in what is much. Praise God. Let's look at another reference in Matthew 25, the same thing, but let's look at it in Matthew's account. Matthew 25 and verse uh, 21, he says this, and the Lord said, said to him, well done, and we all heard this, right? Well done, good and faithful servant. Now, we all want to hear that one day, and hopefully... Uh, we will, Amen. I mean, it ain't saying you got to wait till heaven to hear that, but uh, but you definitely do want to hear this uh, come from the Lord. Well done, uh, thou good and faithful servant. Right? You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up is because you're seeing in both these accounts, and there's many others, okay, um, that bring out the power of promotion and increase okay expansion we could say and depending on what we're talking about you know I've seen people say well I don't like what I'm uh, what I'm uh, you know how I'm living or what I'm driving or or what's going on right now in my life or I wish I was saw more of this or had more of this or did more of this uh, you know all that kind of stuff you hear that them kind of phrases all the time well here's my here's my word of counsel to you be faithful where you're at. Okay. Be faithful with the little things. All right. I mean, it's silly, but and some might think it's you know kind of uh, kind of weird. But I remember man driving a, a pickup truck that quite frankly the paint was peeling off it and and you know it was faded and uh, you know I mean it uh, it just wasn't the the coolest looking truck by any means. But it was my first truck. And all I knew in my heart was I'm just, this is my truck. I'm going to make it look as good as I can. I mean, I polished that. I cleaned it up. I mean, I'm telling you, literally, there was paint peeled off in places. The certain parts of the, it just faded. and The color on the paint was faded. But, boy, I'd make it look as shiny, as clean as I could. And little by little, God blessed me, and, and I was able to, you know, put some fancy wheels on it and do just little things that I could do to keep that thing looking nice and kept it clean. And, uh, and a lot of people say, well, you're just a neat freak. Well, I am kind of a neat freak, you know. But, uh, but I found that when I did that, when I was faithful to little things, God gave me much. Same thing. When we started off, we didn't have much of a home, man. We, I mean, we started off in this whole thing. We were living off top ramen, man. I mean, that's, a, you know, to me, you know, that's, uh, I, I, never mind. I'll just leave that alone. A lot of people like it, but to me, I always spelled early days and, and uh, nothing about that that I want to go back to. But the bottom line was you stayed faithful in those moments and in those times. Uh, I was faithful with our uh, first little house that we bought and cleaned it up and, and uh, you know, fixed it up and did things to it and, you know, uh, made the yard look nice and all kinds of things. And after that, praise God, the Spirit of God led us to sell that and buy a different one and, and did the same thing with that one and then sell that and buy a different one and did the same thing with that one. And the bottom line, it was this being faithful with what you had. And when you do that, God brings increase, expansion. Come on now, promotion. All right. And you have to understand, even in the area of ministry, okay, if you got if you if you want to be promoted, how do you get promoted? Get faithful with the little things. It's the little things. And uh, this is how it works. Let me show you a couple references on that before I let you go here. Let's go to 1 Timothy. Now, of course. Paul talking to Timothy. First Timothy chapter 1. Maybe I'll show you a couple references here, but let's do this. Uh, First Timothy 1 and verse 12. And I thank Christ Jesus our Lord who has enabled me, because here we go, He counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry or appointing me or placing me into the ministry. But how come... He got placed in the ministry. The word says he was counted faithful. The Lord counted him as faithful. Obviously he was, amen. The man wrote two-thirds of the New Testament, all right? So again, this was Paul talking to Timothy. Let's look at another reference in 2 Timothy this time. Let's go to chapter 2 here. And a lot of great things being said. I'm just trying to make my point about the area of promotion and increase in your life, all right? Verse 2 says this in chapter 2 again, 2 Timothy 2, verse 2, And the things that you have heard from me among many witnesses, commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. So what he's saying here to Timothy, he's saying, listen, the, re- the way I got promoted, and he actually even brings this out about his life, Timothy was promoted because of his faithfulness. He says, listen, what you got to do, if you're going to grow your ministry, you got to look for the faithful ones. Because those faithful ones are the ones you can rely on and trust in, praise God. Amen. It's the faithful ones, praise God. But faithfulness spells out promotion, praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's see. Don't want to go anywhere else. Um, You know, I think that does it for today. The key is this, uh, is to be faithful. Those that are with Him, all right? They're not tucking tail and running, but those who are with Him, are called, are chosen, and faithful. Amen. See, it's not how we start. It's how we finish this thing. They're faithful. And again, I'm going to say this. Amen. It's not about how much you say you believe. It's about what you're going to be true to. Are you hearing me? I hope you got something today. Father, we give praise and glory once again for your word for these principles today. Thank you for a faithful people, praise God, who have an ear to hear and a heart to receive today. And Father, we give you the praise and the glory for all of this in the Lord, in the name of the Lord, praise God, the greater one, hallelujah, we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. I call you blessed. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to watch the video of this message, head over to vimeo.com Forward slash WO Victory, or go to Jerry Roberts Ministry on Roku. For more information about who we are and what we do here at Order Victory, check out the website at wovictory.org. That's wovictory.org. See you there.